0: So do you have any useful tips for anybody wanting to get started doing collaborations or anything in that sort of space?
1: You need to align yourself, like aligning yourself 100% with what you're doing, with the brands that you're working with or wanting to work with. You need to make sure that you align.
0: And by this, I mean... Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer.
1: And I'm Bart Dace,
0: a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's insta-husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella or Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. down now. Mate, put your phone down. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode today I am joined by a lovely lady that Dimity actually put us in touch together she said that she would be the perfect person to come on this podcast and I'm so glad that she did because I think that you guys will get so much value out of everything that she has to say I'm joined by Esther and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and her business thank you so much for joining me today No, thank you so much for having me on here. Would you please be able to tell us a little bit about yourself and why Dimity thought it was such a good idea to get you on the podcast?
1: (laughs) Alrighty, well, um, so my name's Esther, I was actually born in Hobart and I've shuffled around Australia a little bit and I have landed myself in Brisbane. I've been here for the last few years and um, I was actually an elite BMX racer for wow. quite a few years starting at the age of eight. Oh and, my goodness. Um, yeah so the last few years of my career I was racing at an elite level and then I took a bit of a step back. Uh, there was some injuries and just I guess a bit of personal growth as well came from it and sort of wanting to find a career and I've taken yeah taken a step back I now coach and um and still active in the scene of BMX but am at a sort of yeah taking that step back so I don't race anymore but um yeah that's that's a little bit about me I've spent most of my life racing and just being an athlete
0: so that's so cool and what do you do now
1: uh, so at the moment, I'm working in collaborations for an um, Australian clothing, clothing company, and we actually ship worldwide, but, um, so it's, it's quite, quite a big opportunity for myself. I've had quite a few little jobs, and but this is where I've landed myself, and I'm really happy where I am at the moment. That's
0: awesome. So what do you do on a day-to-day?
1: Uh, so day to day I work in collaborations for this clothing company and I actually have my own little side hustle I guess of helping people land their first brand deals uh, under five with under 5k followers it doesn't have to be with under 5k but that's my little niche at the moment because I I love I personally only have um under 5k followers so and I'm using my knowledge and tools that I've been able to implement into my life to help other people.
0: And I love how you specify that because so many people think that you do need to have a huge following in order to be able to work with brands, but it's really good that you are bringing a lot of awareness to this and that you're helping a lot of people to actually land those collaborations as well.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, You see so many people out there with tens and thousands of followers and you think, oh, I've got to be like that to be able to work with a brand whereas a lot of brands actually like to work with what we call your micro-influencers for so many different reasons but you know they're very very wanted out there so I want to teach people that you know they are wanted and that brands will work
0: with them you just have to
1: go about it the right way and align yourself properly so
0: yeah for sure can you give us a few tips on what you might say to somebody just so that if they want to work with a brand and they don't have that many followers, what should they do or how would you help them?
1: Um, Probably like the biggest thing is you can't, there's not just one thing to say. You can't just say the same thing to every brand. Like
0: Mm -hmm. you have to
1: be so specific to that brand and align yourself so well with that brand. If you're saying the same thing over and over and thinking that there's just this one specific thing that you need to say, you've got it all wrong. Yeah. Um, and I had, I I had a friend of mine come to me and she was like, what's what's that one thing I should say, like, that's going to land me a brand new? I was like, babe, there's not one thing.
0: <laughs> it's like they just copy and paste and or if they get the name wrong and then it's too late.
1: Oh, thing is, I've been there, done that. Like back in the day, you know, oh, I would just send the same email to 10 different people and hopefully someone will respond,
0: but You know, there's so much more that goes into it than that. Definitely. There is so much value in making sure that you get the name right. Oh, definitely. (laughs) So can you tell us maybe was there a person or something that inspired you to go down this path?
1: Well, I actually jumped in on the Better Together Summit that yourself was in. This the last one. And um, I was listening to Dimity speak and she just had, there was just something about her that actually yeah. just wanted me to go and work with her and I reached out and just we had a few chats and then within a couple of uh, meetings I, we just had this idea and why reinvent the wheel when I've got so much knowledge in this yeah. area so I guess Dimity really inspired me to take that step and create something more of it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah,
0: <laughs> She is a very inspiring lady. And I think her talk in the better together summit was just such high energy. I was like, yes, this is awesome. Oh, for sure. And just
1: having someone to make me accountable for my yeah. action is what's definitely. driving me to do this.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, That is so important. And sometimes that's all you need is someone to be like, yes, this is a good idea and I'm going to make sure that you do it. Definitely. It's all it takes sometimes. Yeah. For a lot of people, especially in coaching, that is exactly what the coach is there to help you do.
1: Exactly. And it's nice having that support behind you as well. Like I know a lot of people may not feel like they've got the support, but having a coach there or even just your husband or your partner, it's nice having someone on your shoulder pushing you along.
0: Yeah, for sure. I could not agree more. So, would you be able to tell us some of your favorite accounts on Instagram? I um
1: had to go and have a look at a few because I'm just thinking who's who's my favorite here, but I absolutely adore Georgie Stevenson. Yeah. So, her business model and her as a personal brand it's incredible. We see it um, daily, the way she works with brands. I've taken a few little notes and just picked up on a few things about how she promotes brands and works with them, and I think it's incredible the way what she's doing with herself.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you love most that she does with brands?
1: The way that she works with them, it's sort of, you know, she'll put a story up just wearing the brand or using the brand and then – There'll be a little bit of talk about it maybe a few days later and then she'll go in with a post. So it's not so bam yeah. in your face. I love that. Here's a, here's a brand. Like I've taken note of it and I can see it. Like it's very smart and it works. People, people want to see something authentic and if she's wearing it, it. then
0: sharing it, people know that it's not just
1: you know, she's been an and ad.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that. That <laughs> is so important to show that it is actually authentic. And what you're saying is real. So yes. I, I definitely Absolutely. agree that that's a really good strategy. Definitely.
1: I had a couple of others that I really love as well. And these are just people that I resonate with on different levels, but like, um, Chantel Duncan, she's a trainer at the gym. I go to all the owner oh, of it. Cool. Um, Jordan 11. So I read, I read her book make it happen yep. so that's all about manifesting the life of your dreams and I absolutely love that and that's how I feel that I landed my current dream what I call my current dream job in collaborations. Yep. so I really took some actionable steps to make that happen and manifested that life. what was crazy- that book
0: called again because I know that people just love writing down books <laughs>
1: make it happen
0: <laughs> making it happen cool I'm gonna write that down too <laughs>
1: So I love it. Like it's, I actually bought it for
0: my brother-in-law. Awesome. I'm definitely going to get it as soon as we jump off this. (gasps) What is any other favorite accounts?
1: Um, There's another guy. So he's probably not very, he's got quite a following, but on a different level. So his name is Lewis Mocker. He (laughs) was a Forex trader and this is how we found him as we sort of dug into that level a little bit. My husband and I, But he helps people to master their lives. Now, like it's very, very structured of having a life plan basically and I know some people are all for just letting things happen in life but I'm a very organised and planned person so seeing his account and what he's posting and what he's sharing really resonates with me and like right down to their entire their children, names of their children, setting their children up for success in life just purely off what they name them. Those sorts of things, like really planning out the details of life for success. And to me, success is something that I value. And so following him and seeing the things that he shares, I, you know, I get something out of that. So he's another I really like to follow.
0: I'll have to go have a look because I love the sound of that as well.
1: yeah
0: (laughs) how would you say your social media has impacted your life and your business
1: it's made a huge
0: impact
1: in all it's made a huge impact in all the right ways so like these days social media is you know it's your new marketing way and it's your new leverage tool and it's It's helped me be able to express who I am. So as a I started off last year just as a travel blogger and a writer and I was able to express myself through my social media accounts and that was huge because you don't, you know, at first I didn't jump on there and speak, I just wrote Mm -hmm. and that was huge for me. Now I'm on there and I'm able to speak to my community, I'm able to share a lot more but it was just an ex, just a way to express myself and I think that is huge for so many people as well. So it's definitely impacted in all the right ways being able to build a community um, that I can, you know, actually talk to and share my things with and they reply and I've created friends out of it, just, you know, girlfriends that
0: I can go and get coffee with now that I didn't even know them six months ago. Don't you love that about social media? That's probably one of my favourite things that you can slide into someone's DMs and then you can become best friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's just a girlfriend that, uh, you know, we started liking each other's stuff, following each other, and she works for a company that my company, you know, we get along really well and so we just started talking a bit more and next thing you know we're getting coffee. Like it was just amazing.
0: Yeah, it's so good. I love that. So, Would you say you've had any struggles that we can all relate to?
1: Definitely. I'm not a poor me kind of person, but I've had an incredible amount of struggles just in the last 12 months alone. But you know, this will be a story to tell and it'll be relatable to so many people but my biggest struggle has probably been with mental health. And I think so many people can relate to this. It's mm. far more spoken about in today's society, but it's still very hidden. Yeah. Um, I, like I suffer with depression and anxiety and it can hit me at pretty much any time. Just the other day, a few things went wrong that took some time to sort out. and It was a little bit frustrating and I just felt so overwhelmed all of a sudden. Like my stomach was literally in my throat. And I spent most of the day crying oh. just out of nowhere, like, and it's just, it hits you at any time. And I know so many other people that it just happens to them like that as well.
0: Yeah. I but, definitely like, do have those days oh, as well.
1: And it just, it just hits you. Like there's no, yeah, you know, yeah, there might be a few things that build up, build up and lead to it, but it usually will just hit you. Yeah. But you- I'm like, I get pretty scared of change as well. So mm. stepping into this side of things with business and, you know, a different kind of future, that's that actually scares me. So it's something that, you know, causes a bit of anxiety and this sort yeah. of feeling It's trying to get over that side as well. Like it's there's so
0: much change going on, especially in the world at the moment as well. Yeah, for sure. This is actually such a massive time for all of like anxiety and depression and everything because there is so much change happening that is out of our control
1: yeah and and that's why like it's so relatable because everybody goes through it in one way or another some people are able to express it a little bit more some aren't um but we all just sort of need to know that there is someone there we can talk to someone that can support us like you may not think there is but there definitely is
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you have any tips for managing that?
1: Um, For me personally, I've got my husband to fall back onto a little bit and Mm -hmm. I know that it's taken a little bit of a toll on him at times, but just being able to open up and just express myself, whether it's crying, whether I just yell, like not even at him, but just yell and then just letting it out like the worst thing I've ever done is keep it in because Mm -hmm. about a week later it comes out anyway and it's going to come out 10 times worse than me just being able to express my pain or just the way I'm feeling right there and then yeah
0: I definitely agree I think that you need to listen to your body when that's happening as well and just respect yourself and let yourself feel the emotions because that's when you're going to be able to move past them instead of sitting yeah, there no,
1: yeah you need to recognize them for sure and understand that i'm feeling this way i can't keep it in because it's just going to get worse
0: yeah so do you have any useful tips for anybody wanting to get started doing collaborations or anything in that sort of space
1: you need to align yourself like aligning yourself 100 percent with what you're doing with the brands that you're working with or wanting to work with, you need to make sure that you align. And by this, I mean posting photos that they would post, speaking the language that they speak, not, you know, trying to reach out to someone who is on a completely different spectrum to you. So if you're posting selfies in cute little skirts and, you know, cute little boutique style clothing, and then trying to reach out to a maybe a lifestyle or a fitness brand, you're not really aligning yourself properly. And that's probably the biggest thing I speak about most is making sure that you align because you're going to get knocked back if you don't align. The brands will see it. They'll be like, well, that's not the person we want to work with, so they're going to knock you back. Yeah. And then, you know, then you've got that heartache on yourself where you go, oh, I'm not good enough or something. Well, no, you are good enough, just not, you know, For a different brand you're good enough.
0: Definitely. And actually that was one of that exactly what you said. That is one of my biggest pet hates when I would get DMs or emails reaching out to my other business, which was a swimwear label, and people wanting to collaborate, but they've never in their life posted a photo in a bikini. Yeah. A hundred (laughs) percent. I'm like, well, how do I know that? that's what your followers want or how do I know that you can actually create content like that?
1: And that's the other thing. Like if you don't align your followers in your community will see that because you've never posted like that before or you've never used something like that before and they'll see it and they'll see it as you just being paid or you just receiving free product. (laughs) And they don't like, it's funny, but your, your followers appreciate genuine stuff and, you know, appreciate you aligning with something because they follow you for a reason.
0: Exactly. A hundred percent agree with all of that. Definitely. It's yeah,
1: it's probably the biggest thing I speak about.
0: So how does one align themselves with a brand? Like what would they do first?
1: So I like personally, I would jump on cause I'm working with brands myself, um, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, Paid affiliate and gifted way. So you've got to jump on there. You've got to have a look at the brand, see the kind of photos they're posting. You know, are they outdoor photos? Are they selfies of girls? Look at the photos that they're posting. Are they similar to yours? Look at the way they're speaking. Are they using, you know, the kind of words like cute or amazing or are they using words like epic and awesome? And, you know, it, it varies from brand to brand. That's why brands are so different. So yeah. you need to look those kinds of things as well and just it's really getting digging deep into it jump onto their website have a look at their about see how they started like you know you may not like what they're about yeah just those kinds of things and they'll notice as well when you're pitching to them if you've read their about me or know anything about the brand they might be um, a part of like a um they might be supporting a foundation or something. And if you know about that and you can mention that in your pitch, they'll appreciate that you've taken the time to go and look them up. Yeah, I actually had a girl that we reached out to just last week for a collab and she jumped on our website and noticed that there's a foundation that we support. And she actually aligned with that really well and actually linked me to her foundation to support a family member of hers. So that was really cool and I appreciated that a lot.
0: Yeah, especially when people take the time to do the research, that shines through so much more in the way that they contact you, which I think that's really important as well. Definitely. So how does someone make contact the right way with a brand that they want to work with? Because I know that there are so many (laughs) wrong ways that people can go about this.
1: There's, that's the thing. There's so many different ways. So some are, some are effective, some are really not effective, but email has to be the most effective as someone working in collabs, managing my email is the most convenient. Instagram is great, but we can check out your, and we can check out your contact content right away. But think about the amount of DMs that a brand gets on instagram like there is that many coming through people tagging them and stuff messaging the page there may be two or three people managing an instagram account for a brand as well so if you're sending through a message like let's collab chances are for some brands that it could get unnoticed um we You know, we filter right through ours and we'll link them into the right direction. But I know personally me reaching out to brands, you may not get a response on Instagram at all. Like they'll just leave you on rate. Yeah. Email has to be the most effective, I believe. And if you can't get an email for the actual collabs team, email their info line or their customer service. Ask for a specific email so you can hit that person in collabs right away.
0: Yeah. And what would you write in the subject
1: I've found some of the most effective ones that I've used is like RE, Potential Collaboration Opportunity. So mm-hmm. it looks like, you know, you've already been in contact with them. There might be, you know, you're replying to a message or something and that'll flag up straight away. But I wouldn't go along the lines of let's collab or, <laughs> let's collab. you know, just you've got it. You have to think in their mind a little bit, like what did they want to see? You want, you're selling yourself straight away. So if you're putting something not effective in the subject line then you've already you know i guess lost points like you're not
0: really selling yourself the right way definitely i I've, I've always um i've had a few where they they put the business name in there and then they put like the x and then your instagram handle so that they know that it's directed at you or your instagram or whoever's going to be managing that inbox knows that it's for that specific instance. Yeah,
1: actually we've just recently um, started doing some like that as well and found them um, effective. so that's yeah. another way as well. it's it's you want to direct it to
0: somebody. Mm. so that is a really not another really good way. And do you have any tips on finding out who you should write in the like who you should address it to?
1: Search through their website. so I know some brands have got like an ambassador's page or a collaborations tag on their website so you can actually jump straight in and try and find an email that way
0: and do you find that helps
1: it definitely does so yeah. you know if you can get in contact with someone right away that's that's the main main points so if you're reaching out to the customer service then they might take a day or a few hours to reply and then you've got to send another email if you can spend you know might only take you 10 minutes just to search right through their website try and find something even jump on linkedin just find other tools to try and find that specific person's email
0: yeah linkedin is a great tip you can do lots of stalking on there
1: (laughs) oh yes
0: (laughs) so is it important to have a media kit
1: It is. I believe like even if you have a small following, you need to have one. It's if you're selling like I've said before, you're selling yourself and if you can have a media kit, you can sell yourself right away. Now you don't wanna jump in and just, hey, here's my media kit. (laughs) You wanna be able to have a chat to the club team first and then send one through. But it's putting all of your information in, in one. So instead of the backs and forwards emails of what's your engagement, who's your audience, you know, the demographics and stuff like that, like it's all in one, they can read about you, you don't have to keep, you know, backs and forwards, backs and forwards sending screenshots Mm -hmm. because it's time consuming. But my biggest thing is keeping your media kits small. You don't want them too lengthy, like maybe a page or two, anything more than that with big paragraphs becomes quite boring to read because like anyone these days, you don't have time to sit and read pages and pages and pages of things just to learn about somebody. We want the specific information that's relatable to our brand and how we can work with you right there in front of us
0: just read straight away. What would you include in your media kit?
1: Um, well, some of the things that I'd include is like about you. So if you have a blog, if you enjoy photography, fashion, sports, anything like that, like, you know, my name is Esther and I really enjoy this. Now that's very, very basic and brief, but you're literally selling yourself to the brand. I'm a fashion and lifestyle blogger. I'm a travel blogger and I enjoy photography. You know, you really need to keep it specific to what you do. If you jump in and just say, I am a lifestyle blogger and I can offer you this and then put what you can offer them, put your engagement there, put your contact details, put some photos. The short short and sweet but very specific to you.
0: Yeah, I agree with not making it too long because otherwise people have to sift through all of the information that they and like whatever they want to find if they want to find your insights or something specific you need to make it really easy for them right
1: definitely and put your instagram handle on there i received one the other day and i haven't it didn't have an
0: instagram handle so i couldn't (laughs) find the person and isn't that what it's all about (laughs) (laughs) that's a great tip definitely include your instagram
1: Yes, I am actually in the process of working with a few people at the moment to create Media Kids and it's something, yeah, so it's something that I'm definitely um, interested in knowing more about from people if it's something they want to, they want help with. So, yeah, I'd love for some feedback from people as well if it's something they want a bit of help with or if they want, you know, help. In actually creating one not just what to put on there but actually the whole creation process
0: yeah I think that's definitely something a lot of people would need help with because I think even just saying talking about it now a lot of people might be going what is a media kit like if you're not an influencer if you're not a brand then you might not be across what a media kit is so I think that's a really good idea
1: No, and and that's the thing. Like a year ago I didn't know what a media kit was either and I had to do a lot of research and you can find them out on the internet there and actually read someone's about me and get an idea of what they are saying but there's, you can make a lot of mistakes in them so that's where if you can have some help with it and I had a little bit of help with mine as well, it can really benefit you in all the right ways.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a very good investment piece, especially if you do want to go down that road working with brands or if you are a brand as well. Oh, definitely. So what would you say is your number one tip for any person wanting to collaborate with a brand? A tip for anyone
1: wanting to collab?
0: Besides aligning themselves, do we have any other tips that they need to know?
1: Speaking their language a little bit, so it's like aligning yourself and I mentioned it within aligning you wanna speak their language, but you know, you want to resonate with them. So yeah. you wanna speak the way that they speak, and that's what I said before, like jump on their Instagram, look at wait, look at the way they speak. So I we've had it before, people reaching out, hey babe, wanna collab. <laughs> well, how many how many women are, you know, actually handling our Instagram account we have some males handling it as well so that babe you just reached out to could be a bloke and could have kids you don't know yeah so you yeah. really want to speak their language so I know at work we use a lot of terminology of hey legend you know check yeah. out the way they're speaking to people in the comments and stuff and use their terminology so yeah. jump on there. Don't, don't just go, hey, babe, let's collab. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speak out to them and go, hey, guys, love your epic brand or, hey, guys, your clothes are so cute if you're reaching out to a boutique brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you really want to use their terminology.
0: Definitely. And you can even just look at the captions that they write and see what kind of language they're using there. Yes, definitely. So I think that's a really great tip. Especially like if it's a high end, or if it's something a little bit more luxury, you don't want to be like, "Hey babe, how are you going?" No, <laughs> you're going to be like, "Not, um, that, not I'm
1: <laughs> that would probably just leave you on red, and yeah. it does happen. Like I hate to say it because like, I know personally where I work, we're not a brand that does that, but I've been left on red before, and it, it happens. Like it's going to happen.
0: Yep, definitely. So take the time do your research, look at their language, make sure that you're aligning yourself with that brand and then take those next steps.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, do you have any useful resources for business owners that they should know about?
1: Books, seminars and Instagram. They are my go-to. So, I'm you know, I have a bookshelf. I love it. I go to it. I enjoy reading. I struggle to read sometimes just finding the time to, but once I get into a book, I really get into it. And seminars are huge because you can go there and you, you sort of thrive off the energy that's yeah, coming out.
0: Of I love that. Yeah.
1: And that that's huge. Like being able to have energy going into you, energy coming out of you and bu- building yourself off that. That's amazing. And then Instagram is a great resource, you know, to build your business, start a business, learn about other businesses. That's where everything's at these days.
0: It is the greatest free app that we have. Isn't it? It Networking, business, friendships, everything. Everything. (laughs) Could not agree more. (laughs) So do you have any business advice for anybody wanting to get started.
1: Probably that you don't need a huge amount of money or expensive high-end technology to get started. Yeah. I literally started my blog off my la- you know off my laptop with an iPhone. I went out and bought a nice camera cuz we happened to be going to Greece, so I wanted a nice camera. We used it for our Greece trip and then it got put in the cupboard. <laughs> We we literally yeah. use the iPhones. My, we went and bought my husband, you know, the, the newest iPhone because it was actually better than the camera we
0: How had. How good is and the I, camera on it? It's actually amazing.
1: They are amazing. We gave it to him because he takes all my photos. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's such a good plan.
1: <laughs> I love yeah. it. But, like, literally, like, you don't need high-end stuff. You don't need them you know you don't need to sit there and go I've got no money to do this because yeah. like we just said Instagram is free yep yeah. most of us have got a phone anyway so you know you can take photos on that I've got the Lightroom app and I'm using the free version and I can still edit and put presets over my photos on that so you know like I'm not my my email I've got all free emails I'm not actually paying for any info at Esther like that sort of stuff can cost you money I'm just using all free my Canva account is free my where I run my website off that's all that's all paid but unfortunately you can't get away with a website for free I definitely agree though people
0: do tend to come up with a lot of excuses or oh, I need a new laptop, I can't do it, or oh, I need I need this before I start, whereas you don't. You just need to go do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, And I, for years I thought that. I was like, oh, I don't have the, new, the newest this or the nicest this and I can't start this. But when you really knuckle down, you know, it's all there. There's so many free or inexpensive tools that you can use. And probably like my second biggest thing would be time like managing your time mm. so people always say I don't have the time to do yeah. this or, you know I've got this or I've got this and it keeps it gets drilled into me still like Esther you have the time you just need to make the time
0: yes I so love that there. that is so, so true if, I don't know if you've read the book everything is Figure outable.
1: no I haven't
0: that's a really good one by Marie Folio. and she, she literally talks about that. She's like, you do have the time. It, it's up to you what you do with your time, no, nobody else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I might have to stay up a little bit late some nights or I go to the gym every single morning at 5 a.m. or at the moment I just train at home every single morning at 5 a.m. so I can still get my training done. I can still go to work from 8 till 4 every day with a half an hour commute each way to then come home and then knuckle down do my work do some housework put dinner on do some more work it's there is time there yeah i don't have to plan and i find being planned and organized really
0: really helps it definitely does it a hundred percent does, and if you actually what she talks about in this book is if you write down all of those wasted minutes where you're sitting there and you're not really doing anything and you add them all up at the end of your day, you have so much time that you're just sitting there doing nothing
1: oh, exactly all those times you spend scrolling through Instagram, yeah, yes, Instagram is a very useful tool, and you know there is time you can allocate time to use your Instagram to go and look stuff up and that sort of thing, but a lot of the time we sit there and we just scroll and scroll for no reason.
0: Definitely. So where can people find you? Uh, So
1: at the moment I am on Instagram and I do have a Facebook, but Instagram is definitely my go-to and it's just at Esther Homsch. So I will spell it out (laughs) because it's it's just a little bit hard, but it's just E-S-T-H-E-R-H-O-M-B-S-C-H. So on there you can find my uh, my personal page. It's got heaps of useful tips about collaborations, and I also have a link on there to my free ebook of how to land your first brand deal with under five k followers.
0: Perfect, and I will actually link you in the podcast notes as well, so that everybody can go find you really easily as well.
1: Brilliant.
0: Thank you so much for jumping on and giving us all of your collab tips. I definitely, I definitely learned something new as well. And I'm going to go get that book as soon as we jump off this call.
1: (laughs) It's definitely a great one. Like just being, it's some people don't believe in manifesting, but I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person who believes in crystals and manifesting and all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's definitely hit me in all the right ways. The book just, Le- uh-huh. you know, landing myself yeah. where I am right now. its I've done that because of me and I manifested it. And manifesting, you need to take steps. You can't just sit there and, you know, dream yeah. up what <laughs> you want to do. You have to make it happen. And that's yeah. this book goes right through all of that. So it is amazing.
0: I couldn't agree more, like 100% agree. I think this time last year I created a vision board just so that it was in front of me. And mm-hmm. now I have completed everything on there. But if it's yeah. not clearly in front of you, it's all, it's like having goals and things that you need to work, work towards and have it in your mind constantly so you know where you want to go and what you want to achieve.
1: Oh, definitely. Okay. And even like in collaborations, have a goal of reaching out to might only be yeah. one or two brands this week but making sure they're the right brands. So Such have that goal yeah. reaching out to two brands that 100% align with me. And over time, you might change as a person and that will reflect in your social media as well. So a brand you align with right now may not align with you in five years time and that's okay, but your social media and your community and your audience will change with that as well. So don't just think that, you know, ah, I'm this person now, you know, and I can only work with this brand have, have dreams because you could change completely as a person and be working with high end brands in five years time.
0: Definitely. I love that. So thank you so much for joining us and I will talk to everybody in our next episode. Bye. Brilliant. Thank you.